Ah, what are you trying to do, poison me? Mitchell Ferris watched as Jake covered his mouth with his hand, ran across the room, and leaned over the sink. Jake spat, turned the tap on full blast, filled a large glass with water, rinsed his mouth, then spat again. Come on, Jake, you're my best friend. Ah, with friends like you, who needs enemies? Jake sputtered, standing over the sink with his head bowed, still gasping. Mitchell tried not to look hurt. I did my best. Jake straightened and wiped his mouth with his sleeve. What was that supposed to be? Mitchell skimmed his finger down the page of the cookbook on the counter. Crab snaps. All the color drained from Jake's face. You fed me diseased seafood? I'm going to die of salmonella poisoning and it'll be all your fault. I don't think you can get salmonella from seafood, and it wasn't that bad. At least he hoped it wasn't that bad. Did you try it? Well, no. Since you're soon going to be my brother-in-law, I'm going to save your life. Don't touch them, and don't give any to the dog either, unless she has a horrible disease and you want to put her out of her misery. Mitchell didn't find Jake's comments very amusing. Whatever possessed you to try this? Jake waved his arm to encompass the array of dirty bowls and utensils scattered over every flat surface of the small kitchen. Ellen said I couldn't do it. Ellen was right. Mitchell snorted. Ellen and Mom and I were talking about the rehearsal party and what it's going to cost to have everything catered since Mom can't do very much with her arm in a cast, so I said I would do the cooking. We've been roommates for four years, Mitch, and I've seen the extent of your cooking talents. I'm not having hot dogs at my rehearsal dinner. I know, that's why I made these, uh... Mitchell checked the cookbook one more time. Crab snaps! I changed my mind. Take your life in your hands. Try one. Jake extended his arm toward the soggy blobs still in neat rows on the cookie sheet. Sorry, Mitch, I know how you cook. There is no way you can ever make these edible, much less in seven weeks. It's too late. I said I'd do it. My personal honor is at stake. Jake disappeared into the living room and returned with the community newspaper. If you're really going to insist on doing this, you should take a night class. Night class? Me? Jake nodded and opened the newspaper about two-thirds of the way through. Look, here's one. Creative cooking for entertaining. It's an eight-week course, and it starts in an hour. Oh, I bet you could still make it if you phone right away. Mitchell glanced up at the clock, then the calendar. The session ended after Jake and Ellen's wedding, but he figured he could learn enough to do what he needed for the rehearsal. He'd made a promise, but he certainly didn't want to poison the wedding party. They were his friends, too. Oh, I'll do it. What's the number? Mitchell arrived at the classroom door with one minute to spare. As he entered, the teacher raised her eyebrows at the sight of him, smiled a polite greeting, and shuffled a piece of paper on the table in front of her. He scanned the room, looking for an empty chair. A group of young girls who looked like they'd just graduated from high school filled the back area. About a dozen forty-ish ladies filled the rest of the room, and center front, an elderly lady sat primly with her hands folded in her lap. There was no one there his own age, and he was the only man present. The last empty chair was in the very center of the classroom. Trying to act casual, he aimed himself for it and smiled at everyone as those in his path pulled up their knees to allow him access. He slid into the seat. Because he was a head taller than everyone around him, he slouched and leaned back, rested one ankle on the opposite knee, and tried to make himself as comfortable as possible. The teacher frowned and ran her finger along a paper in front of her. Uh, excuse me, but I think you're in the wrong class. Mitchell smiled. 
Well, I'm in the right class. I just signed up, and they said I wouldn't appear on your list. My name is Mitchell Ferris. Stella at the office told me to tell you she'd fax a new list in the morning. I promise I'll be on it. He waited for a response, but she only stared back at him. Stella gave me a registration number, he said. The teacher blushed and scribbled something on the paper. The group of young ladies in the back row giggled. Well, that's fine. The teacher checked her watch. I think it's time we get started. My name is Carolyn Rutherford, and I'm the home economics teacher here at Central High. This class is creative cooking for entertaining. She paused for a few seconds and scanned the room, making brief eye contact with everyone except him. Your original teacher, Edith Ramsey, had to go out of town for urgent family business, so I agreed to take her place. Today we're going to prepare a few fancy finger foods, favorites at any gathering, casual or formal. We'll start with something basic so I can see the skill levels of everyone here. Let's get started.